Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Stand up for your country. So this is a taped special. Why? Because I have to do stuff today in the corporate realm, which I hate. But I run three corporations now. And I didn't have to do any of this when I was working at Fox News because I worked for a corporation. But now I run my own corporations. And as you know, things are going very well. I think we're the most powerful independent news agency in the world. And we have all kinds of stuff going on. I have to take a day in September to uh, sort it out. And I got to go into the crazy city Ah, it's madness, and I got to do a lot of things that I really don't want to do to protect the corporations. Uh, you're not gonna, I don't want to bore you with it because it is boring. I mean, I'm, I'm much more interested in journalism and communication than I am in this business stuff. But you got to protect your corporations. You have to if you're going to be at this level, and that's where we are. So anyway, what we're going to do tonight is that I have been a very persistent critic of Joe Biden. Not so much before the election of 2020. I did warn, I absolutely warned what would happen, but that was more of a Democratic Party thing than a personal thing. But Biden has gone to the dark side by allying himself with the far left progressive movement. And he did it fast. And it's been a disaster for the country. You all know this. If you follow me, you know it. Now, I feel bad at times because I have been relentless in my criticism of Joe Biden. It's not like it was with Obama. So Obama did some things that I felt were not good for the country, but he also did some pretty good things like Brothers Keeper. I helped him with that. And I had a, a pipeline to President Obama. Not Biden. I don't know what he's doing good. And nobody can tell me. I've asked time and time again, if you see something that he's done well, write it to me and explain it to me and I'll use it. Nobody does. And even my liberal friends, when I'm in discussions with them, I said, okay, you still like Biden? Well, you know, but, but I don't want to Trump. So, okay. So Trump runs against Biden. You still vote for Biden? Yeah, Trump. We don't want Trump. I said, OK, give me one thing that Biden has done that's approved your life. Your life. You, my liberal friend, or the life of your wife or husband or child or mom and dad. One thing. Now, maybe you say, well, they're going to bring down the cost of some prescription drugs in the Medicare negotiation. Okay, but that's not reality yet. But that I think would be a good thing. So I wanted to give you an example that it's not all crazy. But anyway, so sometimes I go, eh. essentially my persona is wrapped up in being a fair man. Always has been. When I was teaching high school way back when, I, I was fair. Okay, I want to be fair. And sometimes I say, maybe you're not being fair to Biden. So what we're going to do tonight in this long intro is uh, I'm going to 
show you a variety of things that have happened since Biden's been president and my commentary on them. Some of them were way back. And you'll be interested, I think, to see how what I said came true. And it's all fact-based because that's what we do, as you know. So that is the program today. All right. And we are very pleased you are watching and listening. It's on tape. I'm going to roll the tape now and then I'll come back in a little while. Well, look, I guess I should be flattered. People are coming because I'm the nice guy. That's the reason why it's happening, that I'm a decent man or however it's phrased. That, you know, that's why they're coming, because no, Biden's a good guy. Truth of the matter is, nothing has changed. So Biden has no strategy to stop the millions of people trying to get in here illegally. He has nothing. Because, number one, high tech is not going to do that. In order to stop somebody from crossing a barrier, you either have to have a big barrier so they can't get over it, or guys standing there saying you can't come in. You can't have some drone or some electronic thing. It's not going to stop them. Everybody knows that. All right, now, the wall doesn't work. Says who, Joe? In San Diego, it works. In the San Ysidro sector, it worked great. In Yuma, Arizona, it worked. And in parts of El Paso, it worked. So you say it doesn't work, but the data says it does work. And then finally, all asylum cases deserve to be heard. How about a billion of them, Joe? How about a billion people coming here? We already have people from Africa, all right, China, crossing the southern border to get, oh, I want asylum. I live in a bad place. I live in a bad country. I need asylum. How about billions of people? How are we going to do that, Joe? What do you got, Joe? You got nothing. All right, so what's at stake here? This is the most important night one week from tonight in the entire campaign, because if Biden falters, Trump wins the election. If Biden holds his own, Biden may very well win. If Biden wins, the nation is in trouble. And I've told you that up front. Because Joe Biden is not going to stand up to the radical forces. He's just not. Making high-speed internet affordable and available everywhere in America, from urban, suburban, rural. How can we compete in a world of millions of Americans' parents, especially moms, can't be part of the workforce? Because they can't afford the cost of child care or elder care, I might add. Elder care. They're the sandwich generation getting crushed. No middle-class family will pay more than 7% of their income on child care. None, period. My plan gets us back on track. It provides two years of high-quality preschool for every child in America. It also makes investments in higher education by increasing Pell Grants. I don't know if I can get it done, but I also have proposed this free community college. But the truth is that everybody on this planet with an IQ over 80 knows if you win and Joe Biden wins, everyone's taxes are going up. Everybody. Because the federal government will start to tax everything, not just income. Okay, they have to. To pay for the Green New Deal. To pay for all of the social programs that you were promised. Free college. Free daycare. Have to. All right. There aren't enough people earning more than $400,000 a year to finance a tenth of what you have promised. So 
in the first few days, Joe Biden defined himself very, very clearly. I am a proud member of the progressive movement. I am going to impose that philosophy on the country. And if you don't like it, too bad. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. I don't think anybody could argue with me that that is what has happened. All right, President Biden, one of the things that's going to come back to bite the president is his immigration open border policy. So we're going to have a decline in the economy under President Biden. Mark my words. It's not going to happen initially because once the COVID vaccine um, is widespread, then people will get back in the workplace. Uh, jobs will uh, come back to some extent, but it's shaky. It's tenuous. And with Biden spending this enormous amount of money and raising taxes on everybody, you're already spending more on gasoline and heating, as we reported. That's going to hurt. So this open border policy of letting everybody in here to claim asylum, which is what this is, it's going to come back to bite President Biden hard. That and the economy, I think, is going to doom his administration. I could be wrong. We don't have much of a country anymore. Trump is out. Biden's in. Um, and um, Congress is controlled by Democrats who are at the behest of the progressives. And so that's where we are. Not a good place, but their hold is tenuous, very, very, very weak. It's not a strong hold. And if Biden continues to do what he's doing, then there's a better than 50-50 chance Republicans will take both houses in less than two years. Now, remember, Joe Biden's only been in office 36 days, but he's changed everything at the southern border. So now there are 25,000 migrants approximately waiting to apply for asylum right now, right this minute. Most of them are in Texas, on the Texas border. Okay, so Donald Trump said, we don't care where you are. You're not going to wait here. You're not going to be admitted to the USA. Joe Biden says the opposite. We are going to admit you to America, and you can stay here in this country at our expense, taxpayer expense, and wait for your asylum hearing. And even if we catch you coming across the border illegally, right, even if we catch you, 
All you have to say is, well, I want asylum, and you're in. So no more returning back to Mexico. So the Biden administration believes that about 125,000 migrants will come into the country this way for the rest of this year. I think it's going to be more than that. But they say about 125,000. They've already admitted a few in, not many. This is just starting. It's just underway. These bills are about competitiveness versus complacency. Competitiveness versus complacency. They're about expanding opportunity, not opportunity denied. They're about leading the world or continuing to let the world pass us by. First, the infrastructure bill. It's about rebuilding the arteries of America. So Joe Biden, he wants $2.5 trillion for infrastructure. Now, that's a ruse. Everybody knows it's a ruse. This money will be, if it's okayed, will be used for civil rights, gun violence, climate change, education, medical research. A very small part of it will be used for infrastructure. But the Biden administration, oh, this is all infrastructure. We've got to rebuild America. It's, it's not true. It's a bunch of bull. And Biden knows that the Republican Party knows it's a bunch of bull. But he wants to try to reach some compromise. I'm now the fourth United States president to preside over American troop presence in Afghanistan. Two Republicans, two Democrats. I will not pass this responsibility onto a fifth. After consulting closely with our allies and partners, with our military leaders and intelligence personnel, with our diplomats and our development experts, with the Congress and the Vice President, as well as with Mr. Ghani and many others around the world, I've concluded that it's time to end America's longest war. It's time for American troops to come home. President Biden did make a decision yesterday to remove American troops from Afghanistan by September 11th, the 20th anniversary of the Al-Qaeda attack. Uh, and he also has slapped some sanctions on Russia for misbehaving. The sanctions are no big deal. It's basically he's going to expel a few people from the Russian embassy in Washington. They're spies. Everybody knows. Um, and then there are certain people who can't come here. That's all it is. And then in Afghanistan, I think it's a mistake. What I would do if I were president would leave 1,000 special forces at Bagram Air Force Base, where I've been, um, just in case there's an emergency situation. Because the Taliban, you know they're going to try to take over the government, and we don't know how strong the Afghan forces are. Well, I understand all this. Um, I understand that we can't be there forever, but we have been in Korea and Germany since World War II. We're in Iraq, small force. Why couldn't we just have a small force in Afghanistan? Thousand special forces. Background, big Air Force base, very protected. In fact, last year, 2020, there were 11 U.S. military casualties in Afghanistan. All right. Um, and so it's not that the U.S. forces are in danger, but it's they can. Uh, the special forces could do some good, though, if the Taliban gets out of control. That's what I would have done. Now, Hannity did something interesting. He said, well, in Joe Biden's uh, career, he's been exactly the opposite of this. He's been a tough guy against African-American crime in his senatorial past. And I said to Sean, with all due respect, I don't care. 
about that. Maybe he's evolved. Maybe he's woke. I don't care. I care about what he did to America yesterday. He hurt this country. He hurt me. He hurt my family. I don't want my children thinking they're racist. Do you want your children thinking they're racist if you're white? Do you want the president of the United States putting that out? I don't. I have no respect for Joe Biden. But all I'm asking is pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. And right now, many of them are paying virtually nothing. So now, in order to do this, Mr. Biden has to tax the wealthy and the corporations and the achievers. All right. Anybody who's got assets, you got to kick in. Now, that's not going to cover it. Not going to nearly cover it. But that's what he has to do. So he's going to raise the income tax level on high earners. He's going to raise the corporate tax level 21 to 28. He's going to raise the and this is the most controversial the capital gains into the 40s for people earning more than a million dollars a year. And that's the primary investor class, by the way. Um, and he's going to do all of that, okay, get that money from the affluent. But he's going to say, if you're earning less than 400000 you're not going to have to pay us. That's not true, as we saw with the gas rise. It's a de facto tax. Since Biden's been in office in my town on Long Island, buck a gallon. Guess a buck gallon, because he attacked the fossil fuel industry, and those people are raising the prices. When corporations pay more tax, they will raise prices. That's a tax on you, an indirect tax. So everybody knows. Thanks to this wartime response, we've gotten 300 million shots in the arms of Americans in 150 days, months ahead of what most anyone thought was possible when we started. In fact, if you remember, a lot of people were skeptical that we could even get 100 million shots in my first 100 days into people's arms. But we did it. We kept going. And what we're seeing is a truly American accomplishment. So the vaccination situation in America is good, strong. And you got to credit Joe Biden for that because he didn't screw up what Donald Trump did, which was develop the vaccine in the first place. Now, you'll never hear Biden give Trump credit for that. That diminishes Joe Biden as a person, in my opinion, because Trump performed almost a miracle by getting that vax made so fast. And he did it with money. He promised those pharmaceutical companies billions of dollars if they did it, and they did it. And then they screwed Trump by not making the announcement until after uh, Election Day. Remember that. So, but Biden, he has not screwed it up. All right. That vax is everywhere now. And so the politicians have said enough. COVID, see you later. All right. So I've got to be honest here. I think Joe Biden has uh, hurt the country dramatically. But Hoover, he hurt individual people. And you just couldn't blow him out of his, well, I'm not going to give anybody anything. And then, of course, FDR took over in 1932 and did establish the safety nets that we have today. 
Okay, so that's where we are. Herbert Hoover was worse than Biden, but Biden's second. James Buchanan, going all the way back, was a disaster. He was the president before Abraham Lincoln, who allowed the South to basically defy the federal government, and that led to the Civil War. But there wasn't one or two things that Buchanan did. He just didn't do anything. And it was a four-year catastrophe, not a one. Biden's a one-year catastrophe, and it is bad. Today, the Supreme Court of the United States expressly took away a constitutional right from the American people that it had already recognized. They didn't limit it. They simply took it away. That's never been done to a right so important to so many Americans. But they did it. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. Now, with Roe gone, let's be very clear. The health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. Now, Joe Biden is a guy who wants us to think that he's a regular guy, that he's a good Catholic, that he's a working class, in his mind, person. So let's zero in on the good Catholic thing. So there's a lot of controversy about Mr. Biden's abortion stance. Not only is he for legalized abortion in America, which a lot of Catholics are, I have to say, all right, but he promotes abortion. So now Joe Biden, instead of saying, you know, should be rare, this is what Bill Clinton said, abortion should be rare. No, 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 no. Joe Biden goes, you can have an abortion for any reason, migraine, headache, at any time, nine months pregnant, Go ahead. And not only that, but we're going to get people in America who pay taxes who don't believe in abortion, like O'Reilly. All right, we're going to take his tax money and we're going to steer it into uh, organizations that provide abortions, okay, which is against the law. We're going to get that law out, and it's unconstitutional boot because it's a violation of my religious principles. So Joe Biden is far beyond. Uh, a man who just accepts abortion, all right? He promotes abortion. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take 
away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Biden was told himself, and this has got to be in classified information. If he's told that this government's going to collapse and then he lied to the American people, that's impeachable. And it's a simple, it's a simple play. So this Thanksgiving is going to be more pain because you're not going to be able to get what you want to have the traditional dinner which is fine with the progressives because they don't like tradition. They're, Thanksgiving's racist to them because those pilgrims, eh, they you know, wiped out those Indians in Massachusetts. So this is all because of Joe Biden. And I don't know how many people are going to sit down at Thanksgiving dinner and go, you know, we ought to be thankful for the president, Mr. Biden. Are you going to do that? I'm not going to do it. I don't want to be a mean guy, but I'm not thankful. I'm not. He's a disaster. So, um, you know, I got to keep reporting the truth and I will. As far as politics is concerned, it's all bad news for Joe Biden. This may be today, all right, January 12th, 2022, the lowest point of the Biden administration. And that's a pretty damning statement. So let's run it down unemotionally. First of all, as a poll out, Rasmussen, and it asks a very simple question. Uh, the next presidential election, if it were held today, would you vote for Biden or Donald Trump? Hypothetical race, okay? Trump 46, Biden 40. Another candidate 10, not sure two, wouldn't vote two. So, uh, you know, Donald Trump's still a very controversial guy, but Rasmussen pretty accurate. Beats him bad, 46-40. Okay, so this is Joe Biden's worst week in his worst first term. Um, I keep saying first term. It's first year of his four-year term if he makes it. So you got a one-two punch of uh, COVID out of control and record-breaking inflation. It's up almost 10% last year. And it's all on Biden, 100 percent on Biden. And so I think there's a lot of things we can do and we will do. But the bottom line is, ultimately, the reason why gas prices are up is because of Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. The reason why the food crisis exists is because of Russia. Russia not allowing grain to get out of Ukraine. And so that's the. That's the way in which I think we should move, and I think it would have a positive impact on the price at the pump as well. So it's simple. Once Biden attacked the fossil fuel industry and put regulations and stopped pipeline flow and all of that, energy prices went up, and once that happened, all prices went up, and that's inflation. And then the Biden administration print money, ordering the Treasury to print money to pay for all of this crazy spending and that's a double dip on inflation. Okay, so Joe Biden is not in charge. I think that's obvious from his policies and his demeanor 
and what happened. He, he's not in charge. And I'm telling you tonight that Jill Biden knows, and she is the whisperer in the White House. Jill Biden knows, and his staff knows. I mean, can you imagine if I, your humble correspondent, was in a forum where I said, okay, I'm going to take some questions, and my staff ran in and threw everybody out? Can you imagine? That could never happen. If I say I'm going to take questions, I'm damn well going to take questions. And nobody in my staff would dare do that. Not that I'm a martinet, word of the day, but it just wouldn't happen. But in the White House now, whatever Joe Biden says really doesn't matter. And with all the bright spots in our economy, record job growth, higher wages, too many families are struggling to keep up with their bills. Inflation is robbing them of gains they thought otherwise they would be able to feel. I get it. That's why my top priority is getting prices under control. One way to fight inflation is to drive down wages and make Americans poorer. I think I have a better idea to fight inflation. Lower your costs, not your wages. I'm not looking to punish anybody. But let's make corporations and wealthy Americans start paying their fair share. Okay. Now, the weakest part of Biden's speech last night was inflation. He is absolutely clueless on how to bring inflation down because he doesn't understand or won't admit one or the other that by attacking the oil and fossil fuel industry, fracking, in the USA, you drove the price of fuel up here, Mr. President. You, you, no one else, not Congress, you drove it up because they, again, have futures contracts. So all the oil and all the other fossil fuels went way up. That caused all the other prices to go up. So people in a truck are paying double that they paid for diesel. The, what's in the truck is going to go up the product, whether it's food or anything else, to cover the increase that you did. I mean, that's why inflation's up, but not to Biden. Biden says, well, I'm going to bring it down by somehow demanding American companies make products here in the USA. I don't know how that brings prices down. I guess it's something to do with the supply chain. But what is that? No one has any confidence in Joe Biden. Um, any thinking person understands that this administration is a disaster so far. Far worse than Jimmy Carter or even Herbert Hoover, uh, who took over uh, and the stock market crashed. He, he wasn't responsible for that, but he was paralyzed for almost two years, didn't do anything. This is worse um, because Biden is basically making things worse for all of us. And when you have a president, a leader who no one that I know, even ardent liberals, progressives, they avoid the discussion. No one thinks that he's capable of solving any vexing problem because he isn't. It's as simple as that. If he were capable, he would have solved some problems already. Biden causes them. All right. So President Biden should resign. I said should because the country is heading in a bad place. We're already there, really. They say recession. We're in a recession. 
Not officially, but on the consumer front, do you know anybody who hasn't cut back spending? Everybody I know has cut back spending. That's a recession when your spending recedes and when the corporation's hiring recedes, profits recede. Not all profits, gas companies are gouging and they're making a lot of money. But anyway, for the working men and women of America, we're in a recession. So uh, two years ago, we were in a boom. Not anymore. And where Biden won't admit it's his fault, it is. And we all know that. It's his fault. Ridiculous energy policies, uh, inability to correct problems quickly, uh, no vision at all. So I knew that Joe Biden was not up to running the country. I did not know he would be this bad. I didn't know he would be in James Buchanan, Herbert Hoover territory, but he is. And now it's beyond hurting the country. It's, be, it's now hurting us directly by his incompetence. So when you boil it all down, that's the word. He is incompetent. He cannot do the job. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. President Biden wants Donald Trump indicted before the midterms. There's no doubt that that is true. Because if the president is indicted, that takes over the news cycle and all the terrible things that are happening in America with the economy, with the border, with crime, they disappear. And Trump becomes the story 24-7. That's what Biden wants. It's so nakedly obvious. And the corporate media is more than willing to do his bidding. Biden's bidding. And that's the memo. Okay. One of the um, enablers of the uh, Democratic Party is CBS News. And I'll give you something that you can't refute it. And I worked for CBS News back in the 80s. All right. You can't refute it. The CBS News organization openly and avidly roots for the Democratic Party. Okay. So Nora O'Donnell is their anchor person on the nightly presentation, all right? And she is interviewing Hillary Clinton about January 6th. Roll the tape. I would not be honest if I didn't say I think there was a seditious conspiracy against the government of the United States, and that's a crime. Led by Donald Trump. Led by Donald Trump, encouraged by Donald Trump. Led by Donald Trump, (laughs) there's no evidence, none at all. And Miss O'Donnell goes, led by Donald Trump. Based on what, madam? What is that statement based on? And I got a kick out of uh, Hillary Clinton. I would not be honest if I didn't say. Uh, Does anyone out there, anyone, 
liberal, conservative, independent, think Hillary Clinton is an honest individual? Anyone? Bill at BillOReilly.com. I'll, I'll protect you. But just email me and tell me why you think she's honest. Okay, so that's just one example. CBS carrying out the uh, Democratic Party's wishes. Polling. Insider advantage. Don't know what it is. Generic congressional vote. 500 likely voters. Democrats 45 percent. Republicans 44. So according to insider advantage, more Americans are going to vote for Democrats in November in the House and Senate races than Republicans. How can that be possible? A Rasmussen poll then says, what is the direction of the country? And right direction 29, wrong track 65. Well, if the country's on the wrong track and the Democrats are in charge, then how could you vote for them again? Do you like the country being on the wrong track? It just doesn't stack. It doesn't stack at all. America's in decline. I think we all know that. Uh, a new study out of Brandeis University says that a third of American families, working families, not people on welfare, uh, can't meet the bills. And 50 percent of blacks and Hispanic families can't meet the bills. The bills are housing, food, medical care, transportation, child care, household expenses. They can't meet them. OK, studies based on 98,000 households. I think it's true. Uh, Inflation is just wrecked. People who uh, are on the margin as far as earning capacity is concerned, it's brutalizing. And that's why we didn't have an inflation in Trump. Okay, for you crazy Biden supporters or liberals, you know, come on, wise up. We, it's hurting everybody. Um, now, the solution on the left is to give marginal working family stuff, just give it to them. That's not the solution, okay? The solution is to forge a pathway where the most people can succeed by having a very vibrant capitalistic economy. That's the pathway, not giving people stuff. All right, American decline. 750 migrants are dead crossing the border this fiscal year. In 2019, under Trump, the number was 300. So it's 750. Now that's a record under Biden. 450 more human beings, poor people, dead under Biden than under Trump, crossing the border. Be care. Does Joe Biden care? Joe Biden does not care. If he did care, he'd do something. He wouldn't be helicoptering to a national, Democratic National Committee meeting. He'd be doing something. He's not doing anything. The border remains wide open after 20 months. Joe Biden doesn't care. Does he care about fentanyl deaths? No. Nope. Does he care about people being gunned down in the streets of Chicago, Philadelphia, New York, L.A.? No. Doesn't care. No U.S. attorney action there. None. Does he care about the industry, the airline industry collapsing? No. Don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's, you think I'm exaggerating? I'm not. I'm not. I'm telling you the, the God's honest truth to use a cliche. He doesn't care. Now, I don't know why. I don't. I don't know if he understands. But clearly, 
If you have 750 migrants crossing the southern border dead when your predecessor's number was 300 and your number is more than twice that, you might want to do something. Right? No. It's just, I mean, I'm just flabbergasted that anyone would pull the lever for the Democratic Party. Anyone. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so there you have it. Joe Biden. Uh, Most Americans believe that he's not doing well. I understand that. But I don't think most Americans know just how bad he is performing. We will be back on Monday with a regular edition of the No Spin News, and I'm trying to just knock everything out so we'll be here almost every day through Election Day, okay? Don't know if I'm going to be successful, but I'm trying hard just because this is so important. We've got to zero in here and spread the word. You know, the more people that watch and listen to us, the better it is for the country. And if you disagree with that, bill at BillOReilly.com, bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. But, you know, the stronger we get, the stronger the country gets. That sounds conceited, but I think it's true. Anyway, we uh, always appreciate you watching and listening. There will be a new column on Sunday noon, and we will see you again soon.